Hey, church, it's Pastor Mike. Welcome to my seven-minute almost daily podcast where we're just trying to adapt to the cultural changes that we find ourselves in, the stuff the pandemic has pushed upon us, pretty much unavoidable. But we're leaning in, trying to figure out how to get better. We call it ReChurch. Well, it's a two Dr. Pepper podcast, meaning one Dr. Pepper didn't allow me enough caffeination to string two sentences together without mumbling or bumbling, which I still am doing. But two Dr. Pepper should give me a better chance. Hey, if it's prior to October 25th when you're listening to this podcast, please anticipate Reverend Brown Sunday morning bringing the message for Vista. You're going to want to hear this guy. If it's after October 25th and you're listening to this podcast, let me suggest you go back and listen to it. You'll love it. Two more things on the docket during this podcast, repentance and politics, two things that go wonderfully well together. Okay. First, yeah, repentance, a five-week series, which will start the first Sunday in November. But I wanted to give you a a little uh, teaser here and get you thinking about repentance, Uh, particularly, what is it? Well, um, it's part of God's economy. It's part of God's process. It's part of God's mercy and his loving kindness. Uh, That's what Paul says in Romans chapter two. It's that God's loving kindness, his patience, his compassion, I'm paraphrasing, are what bring us to repentance, And repentance is those moments in time where in our heart, in our spirit, in our mind, we understand we're traveling down the wrong path, the path of sinfulness, which is really most simply defined as anything that we think, anything that we ponder, anything that we consider, and anything that we do that is out of alignment with the heart of God. That's what sin is. And if we are blessed, if we are uh, mercifully uh, warned, if we are shown by God spirit directly or, or through the people of God or, or in any means at all that we are uh, moving down the wrong uh, pathway, we're, we're behaving in a, in a way out of alignment with God, we're thinking and feeling in ways that are out of alignment with God, we need to turn away from those things and turn back to God. That's the simple definition of what sin is and the simple definition of what repentance is. You should have a lot of questions that come to your mind when you set it up like that. Like, for example, how in the world would I get through a day without needing to repent? Well, precisely, you can't. And so if you go through a day where you've not repented, you're in danger. Yeah, that's the humble position we take as humans before God, is that we have an incredible inclination, uh, a very consistent tendency to drift away from God in our mind, in our hearts, in our behaviors. And the threat is this. The scripture tells, in, in Hebrews chapter three, it says, that, that, again, I'm paraphrasing, that when we fail to repent, 
our heart becomes harder, becomes desensitized, and will eventually become dead. So, the grace and the mercy of God, the whispers of God, the the voice of God, the instruction of God, the call of God, the warnings of God come to us as humans. It's a beautiful thing. But eventually, our heart becomes so hard when we don't respond, when we don't react, when we don't reply, when we don't repent, we eventually get to the point where we cannot hear, cannot sense, cannot see the warnings of God. And I probably don't have to tell you, that puts us in a horribly bad position. Love for you to join us starts November 1st. Okay, politics. (laughs) At the risk of unnecessarily upsetting somebody somewhere, I thought I would comment on last night's debate. It was a better debate, wasn't it? It was better. It was better. Both of them, although they didn't overcome their flaws completely, they uh, mitigated them significantly, uh, at least relative to the first debate. I'd I'd give them both Bs. I think we saw the candidate fairly clearly, and we saw their platform fairly clearly. It's not a surprise that we are voting for a particular kind of person and a particular platform, which is fine if you like and respect the person and you like and embrace the policies. Well, the problem is that isn't what I find to be the common experience in the, albeit limited scope of people that I am in political conversations with. Very few people that I know fully embrace both the candidate and the platform. It's usually, it's one or the other on both sides of the aisle. So what do you do? I don't know if there's any other alternative. When you don't embrace both, A, you've got to embrace the fact that it is a package deal. You can't, I don't think it's intellectually honest to pretend that you're not getting one without the other. You, you can't pretend that I'm going to vote for that candidate and the, and the platform doesn't matter. It does. And you can't vote for the platform and say the candidate doesn't matter. That does. It does matter. The question is, which matters most? You have to make an informed decision about which part of that package is best for the country long-term. The, the predominant media outlets don't help. In my opinion, they are overly focused on sensational information about the candidates, and they don't provide depth of analysis with regard to the platforms, which in very broad terms devolves into an emotional rather than a thoughtful vote. In the next few podcasts, I'm going to talk about how today's Christian and the future church work their way through all of this and vote.